Book One, Chapter Four of *The Traitor* by Thomas Dixon Jr. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recorded by Michelle Fry. Book One, The Crime, Chapter Four, The Old Code. John Graham walked briskly to his office the next morning at a quarter to ten, and found Dan Wiley standing at the door. The lank mountaineer merely nodded followed the young lawyer into the office and stood in silence watching him as he opened a case of dueling pistols which had been handed down through four generations of his family don't do it said dan abruptly i've got to ain't no sense in it it's the only way dan and i'm going to ask you to be my second dan placed his big rough hands on the younger man's shoulders let me be first not second is not my way that's why i'm axin you you're the biggest man in the state i seed it last night as you stood there making that speech to the boys you'll be the governor if you don't do some fool thing like this if you fight him and he kills you you're a goner if you kill him you're ruined what's the use it can't be helped was the quiet answer are you going to kill him yes the clan was the only way to save our civilization i've sowed the wind and now i begin to see that somebody must reap the whirlwind i realized it all in a flash last night when that scoundrel called the men to reorganize they won't follow him the fools will and there are thousands outside clamoring to get in i've kept the young and reckless out as far as possible steve hoyle knows that he can beat me for congress with this new wildcat clan at his back he hasn't sense enough to see that the spell of authority once broken he wields a power no human hand can control it will be faction against faction neighbor against neighbor man against man the end martial law prison bars and the shadow of the gallows i can save the lives of thousands of men and my state from crime and disgrace by killing this fool as i'd kill a mad dog and i'm going to do it it'll ruin you boy i know it look here john graham do me a special favor leave steve to me my wife's dead and i ain't got a chick or a child you've defended me without a cent and you're the best friend i've got in the world it's my turn now nobody would miss me i'd miss you dan said john slowly the two men silently clasped hands and looked into each other's faces you're a fool to do this boy the mountaineer's voice broke of course dan many of our old-fashioned ways are foolish but at least they hold the honor of man and the virtue of woman dearer than human life a boy suddenly opened the door without knocking and handed john a note he read it aloud with a scowl my friends have decided that i shall not play into your hands by an absurd appeal to the code of the dark ages i'll fight you in my own way at a time and place of my own choosing and with weapons that will be effective signed steve hoyle now by gum you'll have to leave him to me laughed the mountaineer john tore the note into bits and turned to the boy no answer you can go he'll pick you off some night from behind a tree warned dan sneak and coward muttered john you won't let me help you no go home and disband your men may they keep the rig if you won't go on a raid i'll not unless you need me john graham 
cried the mountaineer grasping again his young leader's hand all right i can trust you keep their costumes in your house under lock and key until i call for them as dan turned slowly through the door he drawled over his shoulder you'll need em pretty quick end of book one chapter four